welcome back. You're listening to Indie Radio here on WBAI 99.5. And my guests, uh, once more, are Ravi Rogbeer with the New Sanctuary Coalition and journalist Renee Feltz. And we're discussing ICE and Homeland Security's attacks on not only immigrants, but on reporters and, their, and uh, attorneys that are speaking out against the Trump administration. And uh, Renee, you have a article in this month's Independent, and it discusses a specific aspect of this ongoing situation, which is the temporary protective status that has been granted to uh, so many immigrants here in this country that have made a community in New York. Um, do you want to fill us in on, on on some of the latest developments and what's been going on? Because uh, the Trump administration wants to revoke this status, correct? That's right. Some people may be familiar with this temporary protected status, often called TPS. Um, the reason I was interested in writing about it for the Independent in this March issue is because, you know, as someone that frequently reports on immigration, um, I like to remind people that it's not just uh, that, that, that Trump is not just targeting immigrants and asylum seekers at the U.S. southern border with Mexico. It's also happening you know, far from the borders, right across the street, right next door. And so the article I wrote opens with a young girl saying that she wants to grow up with her mother. Her mother had TPS status uh, and um, has been living here for decades, and the girl doesn't want her mom to be deported. So that's kind of the stakes. Now, what is TPS? It was established by Congress way back in the 90s to allow people who have come here seeking escape from terrible conditions in their country. Maybe it's U.S.-backed war and conflict. Maybe it's an earthquake like Haiti. And as long as they are unable to return to a safe home in their country, uh, the U.S. generally will uh, renew their temporary protected status. So that's been going on for decades. And people who have had it established lives, families, jobs. And now the Trump administration, as you said, wants to basically get rid of TPS across the board. So um, some of the countries we're talking about here are El Salvador, Honduras, and Haiti. There's many others. For example, just last week, they extended uh, temporary protected status for South Sudan. But um, uh, briefly, in the, you know, the, what's happening uh, in, in a sentence is that there's been some lawsuits mm. that people have fought to stop them from um, canceling TPS, and they've essentially been successful. So people were concerned last year that they might lose their status, it would not be renewed, and they would be deported. And we're talking 300,000 potential people, plus the impact on their families, like the little girl I mentioned at the beginning. So, you know, that's a little bit about TPS and why I was curious and, and about writing about it. There's been some updates in this uh that's right. You know, the long the updates mostly I think that people want to know without getting bogged down in some of the details of all the different type of litigation is that for right now the attempt to end TPS is kind of on hold. There is a little bit of legislation that the House Democrats plan to introduce tomorrow, which is called the Dream and Promise Act, which would perfect not only uh, TPS and protect. protect it, not only in um, you know uh, legislation, uh, but also DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood 
COVID arrivals. Um, and so that's potentially positive. One other quick thing I'll just say while we're talking about Congress is that in February, a lot of people, for example, organized with the TPS Alliance went to D.C. from around the country to ask lawmakers not only to keep TPS alive, but to move away from something where you have to have your life on hiatus every six to 18 months and wonder with nails biting, are you going to get your status renewed and instead move toward long term legal permanent residency? Mm. I mean, that's really striking. We're talking about uh, 300,000 people, uh, their lives and their families being under threat right now. Ravi, you, you wanted to weigh in here? Yeah, because, um, you know, on, um, Rene gave a really good um, outline of what TPS is, but let's put it into perspective, which is someone who has TPS from El Salvador in the 1990s has been here on temporary status for, for, for 28 years, um, which means that they were able to, to get a work authorization and live a life, but because there was no avenue for them to actually become fully documented, when they take TPS away, this person has to go, will basically be undocumented, and they will become a target of this administration. And um, we just talked earlier about how if, when this administration has someone in their sights, they really go after them. So um, those 300 people will become immediate low-hanging fruit targets for this administration to get their numbers up. Because as we, you know, I haven't said it on this program, but um, this administration, if you look at their words, they are about ethnic cleansing. This is what fascist um, governments do. They, they, they do ethnic cleansing. And they use the agency like ICE, um, which is a plenary agency. And I, I want to emphasize that word plenary because it is, as a plenary agency, they have very little oversight from, from either the Congress or judiciary. It's very complicated, but it means that ICE can do a lot of stuff without um, any repercussions. And that also sort of applies for what's happening with TPS, because usually the administration listens to State Department officials about the safety of countries and whether and uses that to guide whether or not to renew the status. And when they were looking at the safety of status like of countries like Haiti, for example, they basically the State Department records showed it wasn't safe, you know, to cancel TPS. And the, and the Trump administration just sort of rewrote it and canceled it anyway. Yeah, and of course, the Trump administration's own remarks uh, undermine uh, their argument that uh, Haiti is safe now. Their own remarks have uh, been quite frank quite frankly, racist when it comes to Haiti and to certain African countries. Oh, actually, excuse me, the continent of Africa. What um, did he call them? The asshole country. Yeah, exactly, right? Countries. Um, so we're, we're running out of time here. we always got to keep our eye on the clock. Um, but, Ravi, you've been at this for, for a number of years. What, what And now it's sort of ramped up here with, with uh, the Trump administration. Maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the strategies New Sanctuary Coalition is developing to fight back against these attack, attacks on immigrant communities, both in the courts and, and outside the courts. Um, would you like to weigh in there real quick? Sure. So one of the things is people have asked me, am I intimidated? and Are we going to be silenced? We are not. We actually use this as a reason why we need to mobilize much more strongly and not be silent. So, you know, we have what you call... Um, we, the, an article was just written by the Intercept, which is guerrilla habeas um, um, legal strategy, where if anyone is taken into custody, we have um, we use the courts and we submit these habeas to to stop their deportation because a lot of people still have due recourse in the courts. 
Uh, one of the things we are doing is we are teaching people about their due process in immigration as well as other courts. So we have a pro se clinic for people who don't have attorneys. That's on Tuesday nights. And if anybody of any, any listener wants to volunteer, we need volunteers. We are becoming overwhelmed because we don't have enough volunteers. And we have about 500 people here on Tuesday nights. So you can imagine when I say overwhelmed, we wow. have a lot of people who are needed. Um, one of the other things that we do inside is actually we um, we have we partner U.S. citizens with non-citizens uh, when they have to go to, when they have to go to immigration court. That's another way for people to volunteer, but it also means that people are, are ICE officers are held accountable. You can reach us at New, um, New Sanctuary or, um, Coalition at the Just Memorial Church. Mm, excellent, yeah. thank you. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure people can Google New Sanctuary Coalition NYC online and it'll come right up and get right. plugged in. And thank you, Ravi, for being an example of how to fight back against this administration. Uh, thank you to Renee Feltz and to you, Ravi. I'm Peter Rue. You've been listening to Indie Radio News here on WBAI 99.5. Thank you. This land is my life from California. To the New York Islands, todo para todos, nada para nosotros. This land was made for you and me. What happens when your city or town is hit by climate events like Hurricane Sandy or Hurricane Maria and local communications are taken out? Can local media groups organize to provide solutions through low-powered FM and digital radio? As thousands of women prepare to arrive in New York to attend the Commission for the Status of Women of the United Nations this month, come here from media women working in Canada, Cameroon, England, Philippines and Uganda about how they prepared for disaster and lessons learned at the Salvation Army Center at 226 East 52nd Street on Thursday, March 14th from 12.30 to 2 p.m. The event is free and organized by the International Association of Women in Radio and Television, USA Chapter. All your callers seem to be trapped by fear. They're afraid of chemtrails. Mm, not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Excessive consumerism, a, a consumption for profit system. And you're purveying this. That's not true either. You know, make an automobile that can be used as a form of transportation, but maybe not be wasteful and constantly need to be replaced. How do we know that you're not? a tool of the corporation trying to frighten us with GMOs and chemtrails. I'm not trying to frighten anyone. How do we know you're not an agent provocateur? I'm Jeff Brady, host of In Other News. Tune in Monday at its new time, 9 p.m., right here on WBAI 99.5 FM, New York.